Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Random Heathen Ramblings podcast episode. My name's Jesse. Here we go. We are listening to, uh, of course, another Donheim track. And this one is called Glitnir. Very different sort of instrumental thing going on here. We'll talk about it in just a second, but let's enjoy it for just a little bit longer, you know? Get into that mood. Yes, yes, yes. So interesting thing about uh, <clears throat> this track in particular uh, came out a couple about three years ago now. Yeah, 2018. Um, and the uh, the information that you uh, read about it on the uh, video description on uh, on YouTube is that it's a uh, part of an instrument that. Uh, Hold on a second, guys. That, um, goodness gracious, where is it? There it is. Uh, the instrument is uh, found during an, uh, an excavation site. It's this, it's this uh, so-called, uh, what's it called? Falster, Falster pipe. Um, anyway, this was found during a uh, excavation. Um, in Denmark, and it's believed this this instrument uh, could have been part of like a bagpipe or something like that. But anyway, that's what you just heard, and uh, yeah. So, Halen, welcome back. Um, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for checking out the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, which is a Midgard Musings production. And uh, my name is Jesse, and I'm the host here. And you know, here every week. We, uh, we just come here and random on, ramble on about some random heathen-related topics. Um, today's guest is going to be a return guest. Um, he was uh, on one of the earlier podcast episodes, I believe, of this season. I believe he was uh, on uh, during the early uh, episodes of season two. Um, but his name is Patrick Walsh, and he's going to be coming on here in just a minute to you know, talk about, we're going to talk about High Lung and uh, which is like one of his favorite bands. He recently got to see them in Colorado. We really would like to talk to him about some of that, what his experience was like and see what else we get into. You know, um, today is my birthday. I uh, just want to call that out. Um, 37 years. I've been um, traipsing around this rock. <laughs> So, hey, happy birthday to me. Um, feel like doing anything nice for the channel, for myself. Um, feel free to check the show notes or the description area, whatever it is, wherever you're watching, listening, what have you. Um, there's a link tree link that you can click on. There's, you know, there's, uh, you can, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can send, uh, and, you're, and you're part of the premiere now, you can watch the uh, video premiere live in real time. If you're part of the premiere today, uh, you can consider maybe sending a, uh, some you know super chat donations or or there's this super there's a thanks option or something i've seen this on my channel recently where you can send thanks it's a monetary donation you can also consider buying merchandise which gets you something cool and helps me out uh you can think about uh becoming a patron on patreon becoming a mem member uh, on the channel on the youtube channel you can uh you know just donate through paypal anything you know that you guys want to do if you so want to do it uh, definitely check it out and it helps support the channel and it you know does a little bit of nice uh nicey nice for the for the birthday boy so um but yeah we uh we are we are going to be uh getting into some stuff today with patrick what stuff that is i don't 
exactly know 100%, but let's get the show started, shall we? Let's do it. So I hope you guys have had a great week thus far. Um, it is Veterans Day, aside from, of course, being my birthday, which is arguably more important than this old guy's birthday. Um, so hail and thanks to all the servicemen and women um, of the armed forces, United States military. Um, appreciate your, your service. I want to say thank you. Um, so I hope you're, if you're a serviceman or woman, that you are getting to enjoy your day somehow. Um, so yeah, um, appreciate, appreciate you for all and what you do. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and welcome in Patrick on today's episode and see what we can, uh, we can get ourselves into. All right, folks, here we are back again, um, back at it again, another random heathen ramblings podcast. And I got Patrick Walsh, my, my friend over there in, uh, was it Missouri? That's I'm right. Remembering? Yeah, back. Yep. Yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier, before you came on here, Patrick, uh, you know, you were you were on the the podcast. Uh, I think at the early part of season two earlier this year, and uh, talked about some really cool things. I will, uh, you know, so if anybody that's listening, watching, whatever wants to head back and listen or watch, I don't, I don't think it was a video at the time, but yeah, anybody that wants to listen to the last podcast that Patrick was here. Uh, was on here with me then uh just check the description or check the um the show notes of the of, of today's uh, episode and you can see what we talked about as i recall we were we were going into some like where we came from and, and like how it kind of led up into our respective hedonry uh i know you were if i recall correctly uh brought up we did a, a first yeah we did a first from the hava mall and then uh yep. yeah we also explained our um our backgrounds and uh, yep. where we came from and how yeah. music kind of actually got put into that conversation as well. <laughs> oh yeah. And it just went off into all kinds of neat places. But um, so yeah, first, you know, first and foremost, as always, like I say, uh, thank you for taking time. And today was actually, uh, at you know, the time recording this podcast, uh, the, when, when this airs, it's, it's my birthday. So it, you know, November 11th, this is when it's airing today. We're, we're recording it of course in advance, but want to just say, you know, thanks for, uh, being available on such short notice because I know we had Absolutely. talked about you <laughs> coming on here and it was going to be like weeks down the road or maybe even next month wasn't sure and and happy birthday yeah appreciate that man like I 37 years I've been traipsing around on this uh this rock <laughs> somehow <laughs> made it this far so um yeah, all the bumps and 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 potholes and 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 waterfalls and, and crazy roller coaster rides along the way, man. It's feeling those miles now, you know. <laughs> right. All, the, all of those uh, experiences are definitely uh, putting some wear and tear on this old. Definitely chassis. takes its toll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm just gonna keep on, you know, keep on doing my thing, keep on keeping on until I until I can't. But yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I figured uh, a fun thing to do uh, today. You actually are just a little bit, um, I want to say it was like about a month ago, a little bit over a month ago, where you were in the state of Colorado and you saw some, some, some performance, right? Um, that is correct. Yeah. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was this, it was this, it was this little band that some people may have heard of called Heilung. Right. <laughs> yeah, people may have heard of them. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but no, man. Like, I think if I if I've met a bigger fan of Heilung anywhere, uh, I'd be surprised just because of like, <laughs> this is the guy here, folks. Like Patrick Walsh. Yeah. Uh, he's he's the. I mean, if he could be the the hype man or whatever of, of Heilung, I think this is this is the guy right here. So, um, Fuck and this up. is not. This, <laughs> This wasn't your just your first time seeing them either, right? No, this is be uh, my second time seeing them. The first time was um, 
in Chicago in January 2020. And uh, that was right before um, the pandemic really hit hard. Mm. So I got really lucky there. Yeah. Yeah, because, man, man, after that, it was it was an absolute, you know, shit show. <laughs> um, Absolutely. For, for the biggest part of the year. So, um, so that's interesting. So I wanted, I wanted to see if you could talk a bit. Of course, I, I would love to hear about the whole experience, as it were. But Absolutely. I would really like to wonder, you know, um, pre-COVID and then kind of post-COVID. I mean, the pandemic isn't necessarily, you know, it's, it's you know, it's all around us. We, we hear about it all the time, this whole COVID-19 thing. But I was just right. wondering, you know, the experience pre-pandemic or pre-COVID versus the experience um, that you had a little over a month ago. What were, if any, notable differences or did it feel different? Was it, you know, just I'd love to hear your thoughts about just the whole thing. Absolutely. So um, first time seeing him in Chicago was obviously, you know, they're both life-changing experiences, but um. As far as the pandemic goes, you know, there wasn't really a drastic difference per se. I mean, you know, people, not a lot of people, but some were wearing masks at the uh, the Colorado ritual. But um, yeah, Chicago, though, it's funny. Um, I didn't see them that well. As far as seating wise, they looked like, you know, little toy soldiers in the distance kind of thing. But um. The venue was jam-packed, and I remember my friend and I, uh, when we got there, the line we were in was uh, four blocks long. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that was a doozy, and uh, it was freezing, too. And um, it was one of those general admission um, shows where if you got there at the ass crack of dawn, you got the best spot. Oh, wow, okay. So, so unfortunately, yeah, first come, I, first serve. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, I was with uh, someone who, you know, not bad per se, but we had other things to do as well. So, yeah, but it's still all around, you know, excellent uh, show. It's actually cool is the night before we were uh, at like a little party and uh, the person hosting this party actually sent a video of us and some pictures to high long directly. So then later on that evening, um, I was with my friend. That's a, a real trip of a story, if you know what I mean, but I'm, um, we're sitting there and my friend tells me that um, they responded to us via video. And I'd be happy to share that with you sometime. But it was uh, really oh, trippy. Yeah. You see Maria and some of the members, you know, saying how happy and excited they were to see us. And then Kai at the very end is like, get fucked up to the max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, classic Kai. But uh, nice. it was really cool, though. Dang. So, yeah, I mean, I've been to plenty of just, I haven't been to a high lung show ritual. And I like the, that's what, yeah, that's pretty much like just what everyone calls them. Like, it's not a, mm -hmm. not a concert. I mean, it is, but it's, you know, what everyone calls them. It's like you experience high lung, you know, it's, it's an experience. It's, and it's, it's a ritual experience. It's not just, you know, like you're standing in a, in a theater and listening to music. You're a part of something bigger. Yeah. And that's the thing about, um, high long and being um, a fan and just someone who casually listens to them. I mean, I struggled to even be able to just be a casual listener. For me, ever since I really got into high long, it really transformed my perspective in appreciating and enjoying music on many different levels. Because um, speaking on the pandemic, um, I remember after seeing them in um, Chicago, um, I was having a really awesome time in life, but then shortly after when the pandemic was getting really bad, life got very difficult and I was going through, through some very difficult times and high long, you know, not to sound corny, but never ceases to fail. It never fails me. It never lets me down. It always lifts yeah. me up and puts me in the right mindset that I wish to be in. And it's just, you know, overall incredible experience. And I remember, um, excuse me after that uh ritual i joined a uh, facebook uh group called the highland spiritual tribe community and i'll tell you what i met some incredible people and made some uh, amazing friends uh some of which have come to visit me and then some i've come to visit um as i've mentioned to you my trip to arkansas or not arkansas but indiana to visit one of my friends i met on that uh website though oh really so like or those no. are actual the you know the the online forum that that turned into real 
real friendships, you know? Like, yeah, a real community. Yeah. That's awesome. Did they, uh, yeah. were they at the, were the, the, the Indiana folks, were they at the Colorado? Unfortunately, uh, they were unable, they weren't able to make it, unfortunately, um, due to COVID related, um, issues as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's kicked a lot of people's ass that I know in some way, form or fashion, you know? Right. But did, um, I remember, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, just, no. Whoop. I was going to say, um, I'll never forget my. I specifically made sure to get my vaccination just because I knew I wanted to travel and to see them, and also just to get that peace of mind, just to know I took all the precautions necessary to make that trip possible. But just the weeks leading up to it, my anxiety was through the roof, and I was just making sure everything was perfect. And just to finally that morning get to the airport and then leave to go to Colorado, just the great, you know, weight lifted off my shoulders is incredible. Yeah, because I mean, anything could have happened right up to that point. Like mm -hmm. they could have Highland that they they could have run into a situation, had to cancel. I mean, it happens, right? And yeah. uh, fortunately for for everybody that was there and you know, yourself included, you know that 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 didn't happen, which is great. Because like just the nature of the music and the nature of how they um, perform the music, the 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 ritual theater aspect of it all, living mm -hmm. out the songs and you know again it's 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 like i think i'm 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 wondering if the experience following the covid situation um and going to a highland ritual now is even more impactful and 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 and, and does even more for somebody because look at the look at everything that that's happened in the year and a half since you know shit hit the fan as it were right like people's Absolutely. lives have been changed forever. You know, lo loved ones have been lost They're, You know, just the whole world has, has really changed a lot. And then a short period of time and what, uh, what, what, what high lung offers in the terms of their music and their performances is so like, it's medicinal in a way, like it, it offers healing. And, and, and <clears throat> again, following the events of the last year and a half, uh, if it wasn't impactful to you before all that, going through it surviving it and then going to something like this how much more is it does it sing to oh, us does it really touch our souls even more so absolutely and that's the thing i'm glad you mentioned that is um as far as like the crowd you know the people who went there's a huge difference as far as the, the turnout in chicago it was a a very mix up like you know people who are just you could tell were invited and weren't really familiar with Highlong. Whereas the uh, the Red Rocks um, ritual, you knew anyone who was there, like 99% of them were in it for the ritual, were in it, you know, yeah. to partake of that experience. And what's interesting is Highlung actually translate into healing. That's the actual word. Oh, yeah, that's a, I never knew that. I, I never <laughs> so really thought too much perfect. into it, but yeah, that, uh, okay. Well, yeah, it even and makes even more sense. And what's really cool is um, in the very beginning of the ritual, uh, a lot of people were holding hands and that it's just the sense of community and tribe was very, uh, very real thing. And there was not one unpleasant person I came across, you know, everybody, it was a very uh, a mutual and, uh, you know, a common ground, a very uh, awesome place to be at. Did you make any new friends over there? You know, like people that you still stay in touch with, or was it just kind of oh, like yes. you're there with your people? Or yes, I did. Uh, I was actually um, there. The great friend of mine that I actually met on the uh, the fan page um, shortly after I saw them in uh, Chicago, and she actually made the trip very very comfortable. Um, she took me to amazing sites. Um, I know I've sent some pictures to you over in um, Idaho Springs, and then. Um, yeah. You know, just really show me the amazing sights and the real beauty that is Colorado. Because I've been to Colorado a few years ago, mainly just, mainly just uh, yeah. I just went and I opened up a video <laughs> that I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was clicking around. Sorry. No, you're everybody. fine. No, Sorry, you're Patrick. Go ahead and say that one more time because. Uh, no, no I'll, worries. I'll, I'll play that again because if that's all right with you, it's one of your. Absolutely. It's, it's a short clip, but I don't want to like ruin it. Oh, I didn't absolutely. Mean to click on it, but you were Not saying that. No. So your your friend was 
was there showing you all this great sites, Idaho Springs. Uh, yeah, it really gave me an up. I've been to Colorado a few other times and there's mainly just Denver based, you know, the city and just the pop scene. But this trip was just all around the actual majestic beauty that is Colorado, you know, the mountains and just the scenery is just absolutely stunning. Yeah, you go places like that, especially, I mean, at least for me, you know, and it, and it may be different for folks listening and watching that are in, you know, native to areas like that. Like I know people out on the West Coast and that live in very rugged and mountainous terrains and um, even on the East Coast. And it's it's kind of like, oh, you know, they, <clears throat> I guess for somebody like me or maybe even you that's, you know, used to the, the scenery that we're used to, you go places like that. It's just, it's a it is. It's a spiritual experience, at least, you know, being in that kind of, uh, I don't know, it's like the, the, the mountains and the, and the, 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 the terrain, everything. It's like, it, it's like a different sort of energy. A completely energy. Different yeah. energy. Yeah. 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 That's Very palpable as well. Cause I remember, mm -hmm. um, I came to a point where I was at, um, an elevation of, uh, I think it was 12,000 feet and the air was thinner and just, you could feel the difference. It was just, I'm at a loss of words to describe it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> yep. Yeah, those those uh, above sea level elevations when you're that high, <laughs> like when you're that high, you're that high, but not. Oh yeah, you actually do get high. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yo, man, but check out. So this was uh, this video that I came across on your on your thing. Um, I think we're about to listen to right now. Uh, well. Let's just listen to it because here it is. And that, like, I've listened to that song so many times. What's the name of that song? It's it, it, they're singing like Al all the names. Yeah, Al Fatir, and it's literally all the names of 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 Odin, re being chanted or or galdered or whatever recited. And it's like I've heard that song so many times. It's one of my favorites. But like seeing you know anybody really just like capture it in real time, like they are so into it. You got this guy in the background and he's just like wailing on this massive drum. And then you got, you know, the circle that the, uh, the cast or whatever is, they're all dressed. They, 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 they just look like they walked out of the Tudenberg forest, man. Like they're out ready to like massacre some Romans or something. Like they look just <laughs> so epic. Um, and like people in the crowd that I can see, like there's just, you can't, you, you were, scanning her by or whatever there's this one person and she's just like losing her mind she's like oh, shaking I loved her it. hands jumping around i mean like getting into it and I, how can she you was not? vibing very well yeah 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 i just like how do you not like i don't know like I, how you can just how that doesn't like the the, the beats of everything just it, you like, can't stand sing. still yeah yeah i've kicked myself for not going out to that but hopefully they come back and you know i know uh some other really awesome uh performances are coming to the state side uh coming up this year next next year yep uh, i know wardruna is coming to the states um i know some people who are going to i think you're actually going to the chicago that's right. Or, or or one of those is it Chicago yeah, that Chicago. you're going to? Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody else who's going up to the Boston uh performance and I'm like, hmm, you know, which one should I go to maybe or which one do I think about going to? But I'm like so I'm I'm terrible when it comes to making plans that far off in advance. Because it's right. like literally like this time next year or October of next year or something somewhere in like the late summer. October. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like but if you don't, you know, it's like if you don't do anything now, then you run the risk of it selling out because they usually do, you know, yeah. stuff like that usually sells out. And I don't know. I think Highlong sold out a number there because they'd only had like select locations that they went to this time around. I don't think they had a lot of space places that they went. Did that? Did that? No, I like, believe if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when they came to uh, the states this time around, it was just Colorado, and that's it. 
Oh, okay. I thought it might've been one other, but no, that's, that's even nope. more so like, how do you, uh, take, like not take advantage of that? You know, when you, when no. you do know. The venue is absolutely perfect. As I mentioned, is just, you know, the scenery and the elevation and the weather is absolutely perfect. I mean, it was like 70, 60 degrees, a clear blue sky. And just mm -hmm. when the, the performance is taking place, you smell this, uh, Palo Santo and sage mixture. And this is, it was oh, wow. incredible. So yeah, like all of the stuff that you see burning on like the smoke and whatnot, like it's not just fog machines. <laughs> They're over no, there. No, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. What's uh let's see, there's another It's like a it's it reminds me of a uh i think a, a haka or whatever like like the uh australian or or, or the maori i'd say australian the polynesian maori tribes and stuff they do these um ritual war dances you know where they they they, they distort their faces to look fearsome and then they you know yeah. but uh they have different meanings for different things i guess but that's that's what that reminds me of. They're like they're like pounding the spears on the on the stage and just getting into preparing it. Preparing for battle. Yeah, I, and I don't even you know, I, like if it were me and I was like if I if I was there at the Red Rock location for me it'd be like if they did come back and they and they did a performance anywhere other than an outdoor venue in a place like that it'd be almost like how do you top that you know like how do you go from inside of a an auditorium or or you know somewhere like an arena yeah how do you how do you how do you go from there and then go to red rock or or an outdoor venue like that with nature and everything around you where you just you know capturing all that in plus the ritual and like how do you go from that to back to like an indoor event or an indoor arena it's, it'd almost be like now we gotta we gotta one up that one you know like have we figured out how to play music underwater yet you know we figured out how to play <laughs> music in outer space or whatever you know like how do you top What's that up? an interesting thing that occurred um at the ritual is uh so one point in time um the sound actually went out for uh an extended period of time oh at this one or at yeah that's at red rocks oh wow <laughs> so what happened though is um what was really cool is the sound stopped because I personally thought the energy was so strong and intense that the sound just couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. But um, soon after that happened, um, they kept playing, they kept going, and everybody just started clapping their hands. It just, you know, kept the vibe going. You know, we didn't want it to stop. And there's some um, mixed uh, opinions and thoughts on the uh, the fan page. So people were like, you know, the ungrateful people were saying, well, I wish they would have stopped it and fixed it. Or, and I'm like, no, you don't stop a ritual. You continue it and you keep it going until it's finished. You don't, you know, they already made so many sacrifices to make that, you know, performance possible as well. A key note to remember is uh, I've done some research on that incident. It wasn't Highland's fault at all. It was just the people who were in charge of the sound. If you have to place a fault, but I'm not one to really cast stones or anything. Oh yeah. Well, you know, look like it, that, that, that stuff happens even to the best. Um, you know what I mean? Just, you know, soundboards go out or, you know, things I've been, I've been to plenty of shows where, you know the production fails or whatever i remember going to a couple of shows and they were smaller local shows but it was um it was an older venue and the wiring or whatever like literally the band blew the whole building electricity out <laughs> like oh, wow. there were no lights there was no sound there was like for a minute like we were just all like stuck in the darkness and i'm like you guys are awesome man like you just blew <laughs> this whole place to the ground so you know, I guess you could take it a couple of ways. Um, you know, but for something like this, man, I think like, I think of it as like, like you were saying, you know, the ritual's already underway and in re in real time or in real life, like rituals don't always, you know, there's going to be hiccups. 
that go a long way. But but the purpose behind it, the reason why you're doing it is what matters. Not that every I needs to be dotted or every T needs to be crossed or all your ducks need to be in a row. Like sometimes there's just things that happen for the reason, for a reason at the time that it happens. And it's if it's out of your control and there's maybe something bigger at play or exactly you could argue that you know um so I, like I, I mentioned like, yeah as i mentioned um i thought <clears throat> that little uh, hiccup was actually um an opportunity to really you know see that um tribe mentality where we just we just kept telling them keep going keep going you know and yeah. they did and uh what was really cool though is you can still hear those drums that intense just beating and that's something I couldn't get over. I mean, anytime I watch those videos that I recorded or look at those pictures, I'm just in awe of that entire experience. Yeah. And I feel that's probably a lot to do with the the actual venue, you know, and how mm -hmm. the sound um, carries across the canyon um, and across the rocks and things like that. Because I don't know if you've ever been in places that are just naturally great for carrying sound, naturally acoustic in acoustic, that sort of way. Yeah. Uh, whether it be like a limestone ridge or, you know, a rock face or something. And it's like sound is captured and care, like captured and contained in a, in a certain way. And it carries in a certain way. And um, that natural acoustic uh, part of nature, like our, <clears throat> my tribe's bay, our sacred space is literally on the front of a limestone wall on the side of a mountain. You know, so it's like limestone shelves. You can't dig more than just a few inches into the dirt before you hit rock. And wow. um, and so, you know, that our sacred space is kind of at like the base of that limestone shelf. And when you're out there and you're talking, like you can you can you can holler, you can scream, you can say certain things, but it sound like it it's, it carries so far. Like you can hear people from the house you know, way far away, you know, just shouting out there, Hey, how you guys doing? And it like, it sounds like they're like right in front of you almost because of the way that it, it echoes and bounces off of those, uh, limestone. So I'm, uh, I, you know, not being there in, in Colorado, I'm sure that again, that the venue helped, uh, with the way the sound was, 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 um, shared, carried and yeah, carried around, you know, but that's important. I'd be really like, I was gonna say I'd be really curious to hear what it sounded like at a distance, like further down the road or something like that. Just uh, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> you imagine if you were just like this? Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's like some people that just like live out in the desert or live out in the canyons, you know, mm -hmm. because they want to. They just live off the grid. You imagine just being like you know five ten miles away, and then the sounds bouncing off all these, and you hear these like what sound like ancient drums, you know, just beaten away and you hear it kind of this and you're like, like absolutely no idea what's going on because you're out of touch with society to the point where you didn't realize <laughs> that there's like a concert happening but you hear like drums and you're like man it's finally happening they're coming to get me like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> that would happen <laughs> i'd be like shit take me away man like, take me home but i like that the uh i like that you were you know uh observant of the fact that you know just because it didn't go off perfectly, right? Just because, but it was perfect in its way. Like exactly down glitches and stuff like that didn't matter uh, for the overall ritual experience. It was just like a, you know, a little hiccup or a little technicality, but it made it that much more because guess what? That something like that probably wouldn't happen anywhere else or like that again. So it was an experience that you were a part of and everybody else that was there was a part of it and it made it special and, you know, kind of, tying your weird with the band or with the with the people at that point with each other you know because you're really all there just kind of experiencing the same thing but in your own different ways you know how you're absorbing exactly it, uh, vibrating with it all i guess and that's what ritual is man i think at least that's what i've experienced you know like my experience at ritual is going to be probably a bit different than the person beside me or the person beside them we're not that's all interesting it's an interesting fact to mention that as um i told you before is uh the first video i saw of you 
you're explaining, you know, <clears throat> the, um, the performance of ritual and, you know, the steps and how everybody does it differently, but, uh, the way you yeah. carried yours out, you know, it was beautiful. It was perfect. Yeah. The, uh, was, I think it was maybe the, uh, how to perform a basic heathen ritual video. Like that's right. Was that, uh, yeah, that one's got a lot of hits. Like that one's got a lot of views. If anybody's watching, listening now, whatever, um, I'll, I'll link it to the show notes or in the description and stuff you guys can check it out too but bear in mind right like that video came out a couple years ago a few years ago maybe now at this point oh, yeah. um <clears throat> that was intended to just be kind of like a crash course introduction of some things you could do if you if you're new um to heathenry or you're new to this type of of religion and how to be religious about it how to do a ritual and um but I say, you know, bear in mind that it was done some years ago because, you know, I've grown a bit um, and I'm, I'm, I'm always like looking at some of my stuff and I'm like, maybe I want to revisit that or do like a, you know, a version two of that video or revisit some things because I don't go back and look at my old stuff that very often. But uh, my, my, my worldview has changed a lot on a lot of things and I think it might be worth revisiting. But the point of that, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is like if you go back and you watch that video and you say, oh, you know, I'm going to do what jesse is suggesting right or i'm going to follow it that uh those steps you know yeah that tutorial uh yeah exactly i'm going to listen i'm going to follow the tutorial right i guess you know for anybody that's catching it now new or, or going back to watch it it's like that's all great but you know that if you want to use that basis uh to start with but have a purpose yourself and it doesn't really matter um the way you carry it out um, obviously some of the things that I talk about in that video are, are based on traditions that have, that are very old. Um, so with reconstructing, uh, an old religion, you know, a lot of what people like myself do is to find the old way and find the way that it was done, that was proven to have worked for the people at that time and recreate or reconstruct it to exist in modern times. So part of part of all that is you know the uh the, the 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 practicality of of incorporating some of those things and when i say practicality i mean like you know is it practical for you and your people to to go out and and literally use blood <laughs> for your rituals right. you know where that, that was a pretty commonplace thing yeah you know and then when the meaning of bloat and sacrifice and what it all meant you know is it practical does it mean anything the purpose back then was to was was very specific it was the purpose was where where it's at and um a couple of podcasts ago when i had jm olifson on here that's what we, one of the things we talked about was you know what you would what what is your intention on doing things and then what is your purpose of doing things you know your intention could be you know well i want to learn how to do this rich i want to be this you know i want to carry this position or this role with my with my tribe or whatever but the purpose behind what you're doing is to you know carry out what you wish or, to do yeah. yeah exactly whatever the purpose is and that's that's what i'm trying to say is like all of the mechanics behind it can be what they are but it the could purpose be is, to snick at your own and that's something that uh, i hope it might cut you off or anything no no please it's go just right um something i've learned over um the years of following your channel as well as myself and you know, what I could gather is, you know, purpose and intention is absolutely paramount to, you know, what you're performing. And what's beautiful is, you know, I've mentioned to you a few times in our experiences, I've told you about is, you know, I'll start a ritual and it seemed like, okay, this is like, all right, mediocre, I guess, but then something will happen that reverberates and carries out and this surfaces my intentions and something you know truly special and awesome happens and it's just that's when you know you did something correct and not every time is going to be a hit i mean not every time is going to you know hit your mark but you know back to you know purpose and intentions and just practicality you know how can you apply this to your your daily life your daily practice and you know how you go about you know developing yourself in this path and what you choose to do exactly you know your path is going to be i uh, <clears throat> i think one of the things that we talked about um on that on that uh 
podcast that I had with JM that episode a couple of weeks ago was, you know, this, this path that everybody says that they're on. Right. Um, there's to, to, and, and over the years I've come to realize like, it's not just a path that we're driving, like we're traveling a road together. It's like, it's a path, but you know, I'm going to take this exit and you're going to take the next one, or you're going to take the one before me. You're going to go off on the branches of that tree uh, in a little bit of a different way than the next person. So it's, it's, you know, we may not even be in the same vicinity when we say, you know, well, I'm following this path and we're, or we're all following this path. It's like, I could be, I could be on a totally different goat trail than you are, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. That some of the, some of the similarities, some of the things obviously will have, you know, that we can compare and, and, and find a, uh, you know, relation with, you know, the gods, some of the fundamentals, you know, stuff like that. But ultimately, you know, um, I think, and this is an interesting point. I don't know what you think about this, but I, I was talking to a guy last week um, from last week's podcast, James uh, Davey, and, he, and his experience in heathenry has been um, has been a of theodish uh, beliefs, of Anglo-Saxon approach to things. And interestingly, what what I come to learn is is like it's not so much this overarching religion that everyone's following. It's the religion that becomes what it is because of the traditions uh, and, and, and practices that one's tribe develops. And so basically what it boils down to is like, my tribe becomes my religion. Your tribe becomes your religion. And yes, there's going to be some similarities and some new, you know, nuances of, of things that are familiar to each other um yeah. but ultimately the way that i heathen and the way that you know our tribe heathens is not going to be the same exactly the same as the way you and your tribe or his and his tribe or her and her tribe do it everyone's going to do a slight variation or a slight twist and a slight uh but that's what makes it so special and that's really where i feel heathenry is uh should be going in the direction it should be going is like don't worry about so much the way you know the Icelanders did it, or the Norwegians did it, or the Danes did it, or the Swedes. Um, yeah, exactly. you can start there. You can you know you can pull from your uh, sources and get, and get inspiration on how to do it. But like, man, make it the way Patrick and and does it, or the, make it the way that you know his tribe does it, and, and my tribe or whoever. You know, like that's the way it, we do it here and now for the purpose that that we're seeking to uh, achieve. There's a purpose behind it. Why are we doing it the way we're doing it? There's, it, it's more about the why than it is the, I guess, the semantics of it all, you know, or the right. logistics of it all. I think it's important to, uh, you know, it's, it's this thought that's reoccurring in my mind is to make it your own, to make it, you know, something that, you know, you can embody and carry out. And we all, I like to think we come from a similar route, but we just take different branches and different pathways, as you mentioned, but overall, you know, come to the same destination and that's honoring our ancestors and our gods and, you know, our land whites and fits here. It's just something, you know, it's all about what I mentioned earlier is the purpose and intentions, but yeah. Yeah. yeah and why do we do that? You know, like we know why our, our ancient ancestors did it the way they did it. It's because, you know, if they didn't, it was, you know, <laughs> they wouldn't Life survive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They did things the way they did it because their lives depended on it. And while a lot of us don't live, you know, that homesteader lifestyle where, you know, living off the land and stuff is a is is more closer to the way our ancient ancestors did it. But you know, there, there's 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 some people that do it that way. And then there's a lot of us, most most people have, you know, a much more um, integrated lifestyle into, you know, society and modern conveniences and things. So Everybody's going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't make it wrong. And it doesn't mean that it's incorrect. It's If it works for you and you've had success in the way you do things and the way you execute things, then really who is anyone else to say that you're wrong in doing it? Because just because they don't do it that way, they may do it something in a different way and they've had success doing it their way. Well, great. Keep on doing you then. <laughs> do it the also provides... Works. It also provides an opportunity to, you know, learn and maybe apply something to, that could possibly change the way you do things in the best possible way. 
and just make you question and you know become a better heathen a better person as to what yeah. you you know choose to you know apply and learn yeah yeah man like i was talking to some people um i don't know this is weeks ago about um gosh what was it it was uh we were talking about like animal totems you know mm -hmm. and uh which is what you know we see this in a lot of different cultures but like somebody was asking you know like what is your what do you think your animal totem is and why you know what i mean and um like what animal do you feel the most not similar to but like feel most connected with you know right. and um and 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 one of the people in the chat that was uh that was responding um said that the boar wild boars um was an important animal for them but they didn't really elaborate as to why and i knew a little bit about this individual and i thought about it and i said hmm probably has something to do with um the the the, the sacred inherent sacredness of, of boars in germanic culture and you know um you know the whole frere and and gulenbursti and and you know all that kind of stuff and um I said, I, if I were to guess, that's probably why it means something to to this to this gentleman, right? And the response I got was, yeah, that makes sense that you'd think that way, but it actually has more to do with the fact that this man has hunted wild boars and has sustained injury from these animals while hunting them, and, and has has built a very tangible relationship in the realest of senses. I mean, being face to face with an animal that will literally tear you limb from limb. Um, and having to survive in the face of this this beast, you know, wow. um, and and stuff like that. And it's like that's why the animal is like he's like I've got scars from attacks that I've you know endured from these animals and stuff on my legs or wherever. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So this is more like real life <laughs> stuff. This is this this isn't more about the you know the the woo woo type stuff, which there is some there, some of that applies. And he's like, but really. The reason why I feel so, quote unquote, connected or, or related, to, you know, in that sort of way or that this animal speaks to me more so than anything is because, uh, you know, I've literally, you know, had to survive. They've tried to survive against me. I've tried to survive against them. We have that mutual life bond uh, kind of thing. I'm like, wow, that's more simplistic than anything, but it, it's it's deep when you think about it. It has a lot of meaning to it, and um, yeah. You know, it's like it's more than just oh, I like crows and, and ravens and, and stuff because of Odin, or I like, you know, goats because of Thor, um, or, or any you know those those correlations between animals and and deities and and, and mm -hmm. how the, there's sacred connections between those and things and some of the lore. It's like, you know, I, uh, I you know that's where a lot of people I think have a lot to learn. You know, it's like, you don't just necessarily have to gravitate towards that thing or the other, because it's what's in the stories and it's what's in the lore, you know, find it your own way and, and experience it yourself. You know, um, I was, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to uh, my Gothi's. Uh, so I was at Dingo's house this past, this past weekend. And uh, his daughter was there she's like six, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, she was, she was showing me, uh, some of these like art projects or, or, or things that she's made. And she was showing me this like little flip book or illustration book. Um, and, uh, she showed me this picture of an owl. And, um, I said, where did you see this owl? You know, cause like where, where Dingo's place is, it's, it's an apartment complex, you know? So it's not very rural, to say the least um mm -hmm. there's trees around it but it's not you know like it's an apartment complex so it's like exactly. you know, where'd you see this owl did you see it out at you know your mammy and papa's or you know where'd you see it and, and she just stops and she looks at me dead in the eye and she points to her head and i said that's awesome she said i saw him up here i saw him in my head and i looked at ding and, and we start we start telling me you know the whole storyline behind it and and what you know this owl represents to her and and how he's kind of been there for her and i'm like that's some real 
that's some real heavy duty stuff, man. But, you know, <laughs> very special. Six year old is, is is teaching us about shamanistic type journeys and things that she's had, and I'm like over here, you know, about to be 37 years old and and, and still figuring <laughs> all this stuff, and she's over here like teaching us a thing or two. That's just so. the innocence of a child, and their minds are still soaking up everything. I just can't help but be admired. Yep. And, uh, you know, wisdom is wisdom where, uh, wherever it comes from. So I, I'm never, I'm never shying away from an experience that someone may have. And that, like you were saying earlier, the things that we can learn from each other, you know, just because they haven't, you know, been on the world for decades, you know, living life and experiencing things doesn't mean that they can't teach you something. And, you know, like I said, this, this, this child who's, you know, 30 years younger than me is showing me things and, and giving me things to think about and uh, from experiences that she's had. And, and I hadn't heard the conversation, but he was telling me about a, uh, uh, the way that she was explaining something to him. Uh, you know, uh, Dingo's daughter was explaining something to him about string theory. Huh. And I'm like, she's six. What does wow. she know about string theory, you know? And he goes, yeah, well, she doesn't call it that. She calls them uh, love tubes huh. or, or something like that. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me, bro? Like, are you freaking <laughs> kidding me right now? Like, this kid has, very a, has a concept. Very, I mean, just, and listening to her talk, and I, sometimes I just, I stop and I look at him and I go, you know, like, <laughs> and he just smiles, shakes his head. He's like, she's, you know, our little, you know, like the Volva of old, you know, like, even though like that was a very specific thing at, at the time and in the villages, there was, you know, uh, but I mean, Hey, she's got something about her, man. Like, you know, give it, give it time and, and give it the right amount of nurturing, uh, the way she sees things. And then, then, you know, cause a lot of times what happens is as we get older, uh, we kind of lose touch with that side of ourselves, I think. Yeah. And, um, I'm hoping that, you know, over the years, you know, and she's, she's been, She's been part of our tribe rituals. I mean, she's she's as much part of the tribe as as you know the, the, another one of us. You know what I mean? Even though she's as young as she is, she's she's been there at ritual. You know, she's um, she has her little wand and stuff that that Dingo made her carved out of cedar and stuff that she whatever she's doing. You know, she's when she's just standing there holding it up to the sky or waving it around. It's like there's purpose behind what she's doing. She knows what that purpose is. You know, yeah. if I do it, I'm going to look like an idiot, an idiot <laughs> cuz it's not the same it doesn't mean the same thing for me. It goes back to what we were talking about like the whole purpose thing, you know? Yeah. There's purpose behind what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. And that's what matters. You know what you're doing. You know what the purpose behind what you're doing is. Really who cares what it looks like at the moment? It's it doesn't have to be understood to be appreciated. It's right. a lot like Lyrics to, you know, Highland, for example, is uh, one thing I'd like to do is send you a link to uh, an amazing, excellent video that um, it's titled uh, Highland Ritual Through Music. And, you know, I have my ways of explaining it, but this video, hands down, you know, is yeah. my go to to explain to other people, um, you know, the real purpose and, you know, what they really stand for. And yeah. Yeah, send it, send it to me. Cause by the time this airs, I'll have it, you know, you guys that are listening and watching and stuff by the time this airs, um, I'll put it down in the show notes description and stuff. You guys check it out. Cause, um, I mean, I am not multilingual. I don't speak, you know, proto Germanic, the stuff that a lot of the <laughs> songs are spoken and sung in. Um, I know a little bit of German. That's about it. You know, trying to learn more of the like old Norse and, and old English and, some of the other Germanic languages, but like, yeah, I'm by no means a bilingual or multilingual person, but the music, the words, even I can't understand them per se. It's just the, the feeling. It's meant behind to be felt. And that's one thing I, um, I learned from that video as, as well as from the, the, uh, the group is a lot of it's meant to be obscure. It's more designed to be felt and experienced rather than, you know, quoted word for word you know yeah. to really be immersed into it and you know enveloped into the um the ritual mm. i like that too because i think you know the, the more that we get into the the literary works 
whether it be the sagas and the eddas and and stuff you know like a lot of the things that you read uh the style of writing or the style of speaking you know poetry um the cadence of it all um some of the kennings that were used right way different than you know <laughs> uh poetry like other like say just you know shakespearean poetry or any of the like other more popular ones and stuff it's like it just has a different feel to it all it has a different approach to it it's, it's not similar in in, in those ways and it, like i think i think it's meant more to be felt than than anything else i think there's there's yeah. there's something to be said to that that the, you know the feeling behind it all exactly but yeah speaking of feeling um coming up after so like after this is aired coming into this coming weekend um i'm gonna be on doing a camping trip i was telling you a little bit about that offline and it's for the people that have listened and, and and tuned into the podcast over the last probably couple of months um are probably gonna be like oh yeah finally because every time i i talk about it on an episode the next episode i come back on i'm like yeah you know about that didn't work out um but this is the this is the weekend this weekend is when it's happening and then after that i'll be heading out of town out of state um meeting some people uh out in north carolina so for all of my north carolina listeners and viewers and stuff be coming at you here in a, in a, in a you know few days time really at this point um going be me meeting up with jm allison um couple other friends and you know it's most of my wife's family that's out there but uh yeah talking about feeling this camping trip is going to be an interesting experiences uh experience of of all kinds of feelings not only in the in the physical sense because we're going to be literally you know sleeping outdoors and it's going to be uh i think getting down into the freezing temperatures at night um as of right now if i'm looking at the forecast ahead i think we're supposed to be you know, only uh, a highs in the 40s during the day and then lows uh, below 30 at night. So we'll definitely be feeling that. Um, <laughs> then we're also going to be feeling a lot of other things too. just it's a spiritual camping trip. I'm really excited yeah. for you. Yeah, well, we're excited, too. I appreciate that. It's 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 been something, like I said, that we've we've been trying to plan. Well, we've planned it several times, you know, well, we put a date. You know, the first date, I think the first date that we put to this whole thing, like this has gone back now. It's almost, you know, it's middle of November right now, right? This, our, our initial plan was to do this back in September. And uh, then it got moved to October. And now here we are. So what do they say, right? Third time's a charm. Yeah. Um, and then even up to this point, like we've been running into some, some things that was like, potential roadblocks and we're like nope let's you know nope no, no more nope none of that none of this you know tomfoolery like no 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 we gotta we gotta see this through we gotta this is this is ordeal this is this is a uh, adversity you know the thing that that breeds worth you know and i don't know man like with everything that's going on you know we talked earlier about the whole uh you know pandemic and the results of it and how much it's affected our lives like everybody that you talk to is either experienced it themselves know somebody who's experienced it lost somebody due to it you know or, or due to complications of it whatnot you know and getting away from the ridiculous political sides of it just the humanity side of it you know mm -hmm. going through stuff like this the way we you know the world as it is right now and, and going through these experiences man it shapes you into a more, uh, I mean, it seasons you, it tempers you. It does. And, and, and it's like, it, you know, we're not, we're not the same people that we were a year and a half ago by any means. No, we weren't. And, and a lot of it has, has been due to the adversity and the ordeals that we've been given to, to endure. And, you know, I'm sitting here talking with you again, you know, all these months later since the, the first episode and, and you know all the years that you and i have stayed in touch um online have yet to meet in person but you know give it enough time that'll happen again you know that'll happen one day i'm sure but uh, absolutely we're uh we we're you know we're making it we're we're surviving and uh 
everybody else listening and watching too, you know, you're all surviving and you're making it through and the ordeals that you're going through, you know, if you're listening to this and you're watching this, you're stronger now than you were before all that. It's what's helped shape you into the person that you are. Um, and never forget that and use those experiences to, you know, still feel right. You're still going to feel down. You're still going to have those days, man. It's, you know, it's, things are just going to be real shitty some days. Um, that's, that's, that's one thing that's not going to change. Like some days you're just going to be just wanting it to be over. <laughs> um, but it ain't over. You're still here. You still got things to do. We still got things to, to accomplish. We still have, uh, people's lives to touch. I think I couldn't agree more, you know, but, uh, so just keep it, keep up the good work, you know, guys and gals out there, just, uh, keep doing what you do. And then, you know, it's all right to feel and it's okay to not be okay. You know, there's, uh, been a lot of things here going on lately in my life that just make you, uh, put things into perspective, you know, it's not about the surface level stuff anymore to me. Um, and I think to a lot of us, you know, um, there's deeper meaning to life for all of us and, uh, or for a lot of us, at least a lot of the people that I have regular, uh, exchanges and conversations and stuff with. So I definitely, uh, I don't mean to interrupt again. I just, uh, please do. I mean, I, I, I tend to I, ramble on, but that's what this is about. It's about rambling. The, the rants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, something, um, myself personally is, um, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to is it is so very easy to get lost into the misfortunes and the setbacks and the, the strifes and the problems that we often lose sight of the things that, keep us whole the things that bring us joy whether it be the simplest things of food we enjoy music we listen to or the people we talk to it's it's rather unfortunate sometimes that people who are around us all the time we tend to just lose sight of even if they're right in front of us and it's just like um something that this um it becomes you know superficial i guess but um I, this is something I have to remind myself. This is, you know, when it gets really chaotic and troublesome, I'm just like, well, yeah, I don't have this going on in my life right now. This could be going better, but you know what? You know, I think back to when I first saw High Lung in Chicago and then in Colorado and just, you know, me and the amazing people that I've had in between those events and being on this path and just, you know, so many other things. You know, so sometimes I feel guilty for complaining. I'm like, well, what do I have to complain about? I'm still healthy. I, I still, you know, have a job. You know, I still have the amazing people in my life that get me through these typical times. But it's totally natural to, you know, lose sight of those things. It's just important to, to bring us back down to our roots again and then branch out again to, you know, our respected destination and where we're supposed to be. Yeah, man, because it's about the journey, you know? And it's about everything that you experience along the way. It's about, you know, when you sail over the seas, you're going to have them ups and downs. You're going to run into those storms. You know, but also makes get... you appreciate those bad times, make you appreciate those good times all the more. You know, yes. it's just you grow an appreciation for those things. It's kind of like, you know, people who have their favorites on how seasons. It's like, oh, man, I cannot stand this heat. And then once winter comes around, if fall comes around, it's like, oh, yes, here we go. It's just like distance makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing. I'm definitely one of those people, too, by the way. I can't stand the heat. <laughs> so all of this, like, cool weather coming, I'm like, that's it's, it's my time to shine, baby. You know, like, that's that, that's my jam. But, no, you know, you're right because you – uh, and, it, you know, we're getting into that time of year where, you know, the days are – are shorter uh the nights are colder uh we look inward and we exactly. it's retrospective you know we, we we focus not so much about what we're doing around for with everyone else but now it's oh you know what what do we do to take care of our own and take care of our hearths and homes and and stuff and that's you know a bit of a traditional approach to things because that's how our ancient ancestors did it in the in the in these times of years you know once winter nights came around it was you know hunker down and, and try not to die <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, 
uh, we have a lot more, uh, you know, amenities nowadays that, that help us do that. But the, the principle, I think the, the, the thoughts, the, the, uh, the, the fundamentals of it are still there. Yeah. The lessons are there. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, man, this was, this was a lot of fun. Um, I think, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and tie this one off for the, for the, for the episode, at least, you know, for sure. Um, cause, uh, yeah, man, I think I think that really helped a lot of people just on a get a, an experience. And I think, you know, I think the next high long date that comes around, I, I'm really going to try to just bite the bullet and say, I'm going to, you know, if it's a year or two years, whatever, in advance, I'll be like, I think I'm just going to get the damn tickets, man. Just buy the damn tickets. <laughs> I can stand the <laughs> testament that it's definitely worth it. It's, yeah. you know, each time I've gone, it's always, it's, you know, altered and helped my life uh, significantly. But, um, yeah, and I'm sure that whatever the one is that, you know, you'll, you'll figure out whichever one you're going to, I'm like, I'm going to go to that one. We're going to, you know, me and Patrick, we're going to, we're going to rock out to Highland for a night or whatever. We're going to, that'd be amazing. Sharing that. Yeah. That would be cool, man. Well, uh, don't drop from the call here. Cause I want to touch base with you, but for everybody else listening, watching, you know, um, check the show notes, the description area, you know, the, 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 how to heat, how to perform a basic heathen ritual video on my channel. That'll be annotated somewhere it'll be in the show notes or the description uh so if you're interested and want to see what we were talking about earlier on this podcast you want to check out that video it'll be there for you um and then you know uh the last podcast that i had with patrick that'll be down there too so um for everybody that's you know tuned in and uh joined today's premiere thank you so much uh it is veterans day when this airs so like i said earlier uh aside from it being my birthday my stupid birthday the veterans okay. for every all the you know servicemen and women out here um that have uh you know made uh, a career or or a life or a part of their life uh about the service uh thank you for your service absolutely and, uh, thank you hail, and hail to all you so don't forget to check the description or the show notes area for the you know all the ways that you can support uh the midgard musings youtube channel random heathen ramblings podcast it's all all one and the same um so check it all out and a special thanks uh to my honored guest here patrick today sir thank you for taking time out of your night to to come and grace us with your presence honor and pleasure all right guys well until we all talk again uh stay safe stay healthy uh, and may your hearth fires always continue to burn bright we'll see you next time